When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Woo! It's a hard hat game. It's a hard hat game, folks. I mean, this was a hard hat game of all hard hat games. You're such it came cool. to work. Steel toe boots, lunch pails, and hard hats. This was Jimmy it. wore this all day. He never took it off. Al Horford worked overtime tonight, guys. Overtime. He ain't he he ain't ready for uh for retirement, man. He's he's working. He came to work tonight. It's like it's like Tom Brady shit with Al. He legit looks younger than he did a few years ago. Forty two method. Yo, this was Al Horford from Florida. Good Al yeah. Horford. This this was like what he did to be the number three pick. Before he got to the NBA, Vic. They, I mean, the, the dunk on Giannis, the baseline jumper, the fact that he his first four shots. I mean, Al Horford could not have scripted a better played game for himself than what we saw tonight. Best, Dude. best moment too. Giannis with his little dunk and his mug, and ugh, oh, yeah. and Al just goes, okay, yeah. okay. And when he's when he's <laughs> nodding, I'm like, you might be biting off more than you can chew there. Like, careful. I was like, wow. easy. But Al, Al, wrong. Al, Al's never the man poke, out there never poke the old dog when he's just lying there. Never he was poke like, him. "Okay, I've got that." Uh, and and to... don't tell me, don't tell me that elbow was inadvertent. It was not. Oh no! And, and honestly, I think he was lucky only to have gotten a dead ball I'm, tech there. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Al didn't get something a little bit more harsh. Because he that Al had never a purpose. He no. never does that, and you know, and it, it was it was Al's way of saying. I'm here now. Yeah. You're, not one, you're not the only one that's gonna bully. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I, I you know, I, I can play that way too. Well, so. I love that because bully ball is the reason they won this. You had yep. both Al and then Marcus Smart. Those two plays in the post when he's like, wait a second, yeah, I'm friggin', I'm tougher than you. I'm right. just gonna back you down. Once he does it to Holiday and once to Allen, friggin' huge. At Marcus going to the basket and again, what's so amazing too, and Marcus did it multiple times. A couple times he just sliced through, you know, with uncontested left-handed layoffs. Those two post-ups at the end were huge because they really needed buckets. Um, and nobody's been able to do that. Tatum, Brown, they can't get to the basket. And Marcus is like, okay, wait a second. I I'm going to do the Giannis thing. I'm just going to bully my way here against whoever you decide is guarding me right now. And and it worked, and it was those buckets were enormous. So, bully ball tactics kind of flipped on their head. This game is so amazing to me because it's almost like the Kentucky Derby. Like you didn't mention the winner until like there was a like a few seconds left. Like the Celtics weren't winning this game, and then they were up by ten they points, and the game was over. Yeah, like that. They're up ten. Yeah, it was crazy. Like they weren't they weren't gonna win. Then they're up ten. Then it was oh, over. Like yeah. that. 
I, it just kind of happened. It was unbelievable. All of a sudden, you saw Bucks. Oh, Sharon, I think we lost your audio. Try again. Can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say this was an example of what happens when you punch the bully in his mouth, and then you realize you're as big, if not bigger, than a bully. You hit as hard, if not harder, than a bully, and bully that's what we saw in the fourth quarter. That is exactly what we saw. You, you, we literally saw the Bucks wilt before our very eyes in this game because the minute that they got hit in the mouth, the minute Tatum starts knocking down shots, the minute that Al continues his dominance, which he began from the outset, they had no response because they had not been hit like that before in this series. Now we're going back, even up, deuce, deuce. This was so impressive this fourth quarter because you, you basically, you know, that Jalen Brown fifth foul, I, I thought was going to be the backbreaker because he was just starting to sort of get going downhill and, you know, looked like the Jaylen, the aggressive Jalen Brown that you needed in this game because Tatum was kind of passive for, for the majority of it and they just weren't getting anything going in that third quarter. Then then Brown gets hit with the fifth foul and you're like, here we go. Like, you know, the next couple minutes here could really determine the whole series. They somehow cut it to seven going into the fourth. And then, yeah, like John said, I mean, the lane opened up and all of a sudden, you know, strike rich, you know, coming down the inside and all of a sudden they've got the 10 point lead. So, I mean, we talked about Al Tatum. I, he had a big boy fourth quarter. I mean, that's the type of quarter that, you know, gets you in, in that conversation and keeps you there of those superstar players. You know, this is right now, you know, through, through, through three games, he wasn't, did not have the performance that you want out of your superstar. Yeah. And quarters, so the, the, be, the best player for the Celtics in this series has been Al Horford. I, I don't, I don't Horford, even think I mean, it's even an Archie. And to me, and, and again, I love Al, but this, he shouldn't be your best player. No disrespect to Al, who's playing amazingly awesome, but Tatum has to be better if they're going to close this thing out. Al has done his part. He's literally giving you, you you're, it's 2-2, but you really should be up 3-1 when you look at the game, that, that game that they lost the other night, the way Al played. You should have won that game. Um but, uh, again, Tatum has to be better. But give him props, as Jimmy pointed out. He stepped up when it mattered most in this game. Yeah. Which, And, again, I know that wrist is still giving him problems. I know that with absolute certainty. Um, it's a problem. And, it's, and, I, and, again, this game certainly makes it feel a little bit better. But keep an eye on that wrist. Wouldn't be shocked if, if Tatum, for example, got, got a cortisone shot or something like that to go play tonight. Wouldn't, would not be shocked at all if that happened. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing, and, and both of you guys have have uh, have uh, you know uh, written you know game stories on deadline before, uh, and this was a this was a tear up all the copy and start all over sort of game, you know, because yeah. with the exception of Al playing well, it was by the way the Celtics wasted a good effort by Al Horford, but you would have gone in on Tatum for. Again, just not turning in a superstar performance on a night where he needed to coming off of his game three performance. And, you know, Giannis seemingly kind of dictating, you know, and, and asserting his will over the Celtics, um, just not getting enough contributions from people. Rob kind of out of nowhere not playing in this one, which was a total shock. And I know people would have been like, dude, man up here. Like yeah, soreness yeah, is yeah, not, yeah. You're, you're hurt or you're injured. You can't be probable for game five and not be able to play in game four. Like you just got to suit up and play seven, eight, 10 minutes. If you have to, I, again, I, I know it's a surgically re, you know, reconstructed knee, but like all of that stuff was going in the wrong direction for them. Jalen on the fouls, we were going to get all in on the refs again. And then boom, you know, every Al obviously saved their ass uh, there in that fourth quarter. And that got them within striking distance. And then Tatum turned on the, turned on the jets when he absolutely had to. And that was it. Uh, and then those two Mark, two Marcus buckets, but 
I mean, Milwaukee almost just stopped, right? Like, it just... Aside I mean, from like I, the some Celtics low turned up the pressure. Defense was great, but they just stopped. It kind of it kind of felt like they were like, "Oh, wait a minute, they're starting to play a little bit." Oh, yes, shit. They, and they and weren't ready. The Celtics turned up the juice, and they were not ready for it. it they weren't. Giannis they were sucking you, air at the end. Yeah. I mean, Giannis was well, sucking wind. Well, absolutely. He, you know why they're making his ass work harder than he has, and at any point in the series, because he's got to I mean, play defense too. He's got to play defense gassed. too. I mean, he. I mean, he's the reason why Tatum was not more impactful at the start of the game because he's sliding over there, filling it, basically playing kind of like the way Rob does defensively, kind of like that free safety type, and that that wears on you because we we look at Rob who does that. He plays that for what, 20, 25 minutes. Giannis got to do that shit for like 40, 45 minutes. You, guys aren't yeah. built to play both ends of the floor at that elite level and be impactful at both ends of the floor for an entire game. And I, I just thought he ran. He, part of what Celtic success was that he ran out of gas. And and this was another game, John. We were kind of texting it, texting about it. Like as bad as it looked at points, it was like the Celtics were always in the game. It was like, how are they still in this game? How are they only down seven? How are they only down eight? How, yeah. are, they only down five? how are they up? Like, how do they have the lead right now? Wait, how is it tied? It, it yeah. feels like that's been the whole series with the Bucks. It's like the Bucks can never capitalize. Can never really can never like push the Celtics far enough away where they're comfortable. The Celtics are always finding a way to claw back or keep it close, even when they're not playing good basketball. In all the games, do, yeah. In all the games. And then when they do go on that little run, you saw it in game two right off the bat. And then tonight you saw it in that fourth quarter. All of a sudden they go from down seven to up ten. And it didn't take much time. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa. Nope. Like when this team starts to click and when the you know shots fall and they play hard on both ends – that's that's it. Like yeah. no one's really able to com- compete with that. Right. It's it, 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 the Celtics have probably played four good quarters this series, you know, um, and they're two two, and that's what's so strange about it. This is almost the reverse of like what happened in the bubble against Miami a couple of years ago in the conference finals, where yeah. it felt like the Celtics had control of the game but couldn't put them away, and then would just kind of fold late. And I know it's still only two two, but this could easily be three one if the Celtics, uh, you know, cashed in on uh, just you know a golden opportunity in Game Three there. Uh, but they're there the whole time. Milwaukee can't. We were talking about it on the thread again. And Bobby, Bobby mentioned this, and Bobby and Josue will join us in a little bit. They're down there in Milwaukee as well with Sharon. Um, they uh, they don't have the firepower to put you away. It really feels like a one-man team there on offense. Um, you know, they got a couple threes late, but, uh, you know, from, from, from Allen and Matthews. But they're just not getting – they just don't have the firepower right now to put you away without Middleton. And that's what that's the point I was about to make, John. This is where you see the absence of Chris Middleton absolutely yeah. being a death blow to them. Yeah. These are the moments that the way things were playing out in the fourth quarter where Al had it going. Those are the moments where Middleton has been so huge. He's been such a Celtics killer. He makes the big shots in those big moments. And you don't have anyone who can do that. Giannis is a great scorer, but he's not knocking down shots. Uh, he's not knocking down perimeter shots to loosen things up. And if you're making him work as hard as he has to work at both ends of the floor, he's not going to have that same same vigor uh, down the stretch. We saw that. He's still an incredible player, but down the stretch, there was a noticeable difference in his ability to attack defenses and get to the rim that, frankly, just wasn't nearly as impactful as it was through the first three quarters. Yep. And Drew Holiday, who I love as a player. I love Drew Holiday. But 5 for 22, 16 points, that's not going to get it done. That is not going to get it done. No. Um, and he got bullied by Smart in the end. 
Jimmy, your heart, your hard hat beats my Celtics cap. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, this is this isn't going away, boys. Every time they come to work, the hard hats come out. That's just what what it comes down. I'm gonna to. need some new hardware. You are. You, I think you know everyone who we we should start selling hard hats is what we should do. Oh my god. Oh Jimmy, hats. Jimmy. Hard hat merch mer- mer- Nick merch idea. Nick, okay. Nick. You can merch put, alert, merch alert. Jimmy's gonna Jimmy's gonna bill you for a meeting. Um, you know, for a for a brainstorm I don't know how session. Expensive hard hats are. I actually true story. I got this at the TD Garden. It's a legitimate hard hat. This will. I pack. literally, I literally want to text Nick right now and just say merch alert, merch alert, merch alert. We're selling hard hats for for the next. I'm not gonna say next round. I'm gonna say for the next game because we know that there's gonna be at least two more games to go here. We're definitely playing Wednesday night. We're definitely playing Friday night. Yeah, we should. No. Al and Bobby should be doing this game in front of a Horford jersey right now. If we're talking about uh, doing oh, it in front of doing it in you front know of he's Celtics swag. Step away for uh, that post game interview. For I may make him wear it to the next game. I may make him wear it. <laughs> oh man, hey, well deserved. I mean, it, it, people are dig. Trust me, Bobby's not the only one. People are rippling through their drawers looking for their Al Horford jerseys right now that, that they that they put away three years ago. But um, man, you might see a lot more Al Horford jerseys on um, on Wednesday night at TD Garden. I think they're going to be coming out. <laughs> I just can't believe. I know we're all over the place because so much happened late here. I can't believe Marcus. Uh, it just with with the confidence that that uh, that he delivered those two buckets late. I mean, especially one of them with Holiday all over him. Holiday uh, just backed the whole way down. Oh my he, god! He backed Holiday down and just put up the little. He's right just over like I am stronger I gonna, than you. Yeah, I thought he was going to do. The, Little, uh, yeah. After, but he didn't. Oh my! That. All of it was incredible. I that that I'm so floored by those two possessions. They were so. I mean, because we've seen Marcus kind of do too much late in games. Like, I don't know if I want you with the ball in your hands. Something just felt calm about that. Like he was like, "I got this. I'm getting yeah. in there, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna do this." And it was like, I mean, I was just so blown away by those two buckets by Marcus late. I think he, he just recognized that the help wasn't coming, that it was yep. just him against Drew. And I right. think for most, of the, for most of the game, you know, he had one eye on trying to make something happen, but one eye on either Brooke Lopez or Giannis who were coming to play that free safety role, essentially. But when, when it was clear neither one of them was going to help Drew, he just said, listen, little fella, I'm going to back your little ass down and give me some buckets. And he did it. He, he did it consistently. I mean, again, this was – you know, we're going to talk a lot about Al as we should, but damn it, there were so many other guys that did little things, little things that we had not seen for three plus quarters that they were able to deliver when it mattered most. Tatum making shots, Marcus recognizing ways that he can impact the game offensively, and a guy that we haven't talked about at all, and maybe we'll talk about it later. Derek freaking White. This was the D White game. He was. <laughs> so... Can you guys? Can you guys tell the wow, difference? Boy, frame that. Frame can that. John t- giving Derek White a thumbs up. Because what we do when people play well, we say it, and when they play poorly, we say it. I just people get mad at the latter. Okay, this was a good Derek White game. The zero point game was not a good Derek White game. So, again, it's not all about the points, but Derek White was huge, and they needed him here with Jalen in foul trouble and Grant kind of not being great. White was a closer, and that's kind of what you envisioned him to be, right, Sherrod? Yeah, yeah, I I did. And and in this, this particular game, the only person who had a better plus minus than him was Al Horford. Yeah. And, and when you can have the plus minus working for you, you can have actual points working for you. When you pass the freaking eye test for impact in the game, 
this was the this was the most important game Derek White has played for the Boston Celtics. Yep. In terms of scoring, in terms of defense, in defending terms of, Drew, of defending all of it. Drew, he did everything awesome. that they were. He made giving up that first round pick and 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 players so worth it for a game like this because yeah. if they lose this game, the season's over. Difference maker, and again, that's kind of the point: is you need that, especially. You're down a starter and you're going really thin on your bench and a couple of your stars are a little banged up as well. I mean, you got Marcus with the thigh, Jalen with the hammies and five fouls. Tatum's got a wrist thing going on right now. Everybody's a little bit off. So you need white, not just to give you minutes, to give you difference making minutes. And that's a huge thing. Want to address the comment up here? Yes. Um, the uh, post-game interviews will be on this site as well, um, so you can definitely keep it here. Subscribe to our YouTube channel here on CLNS Media and our Celtics All Access channel, where we will deliver a lot of kind of analysis and clips uh, and other things there that you can catch in addition to all of our um, Celtics podcasts. One thing I want to tell you about, you know, I don't know that we need this right now, but I do want to mention one of our sponsors, com.com. Ooh. We always need it, John. We always it's always need good. It. We're hyped up right yeah. now, so we can the calm down just because we need to, like, you know, we don't want our hearts to explode. We're going we're gonna to talk for a little bit here, and we've got the series still has games to go. So being calm isn't terrible, you know, but we want to tell you. Yep, yeah. we got a long way to go. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Calm.com, the number one sleep and meditation app for you right now. Go to Calm.com slash garden. Receive 40% off. I calm premium subscription. This is worth it. We all actually use this. Jimmy swears by it. Music, rainforest sounds, whatever it is. Great stuff to help you kind of chill out, relax, sleep, uh, anything you can need. Great music, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. So go check that out if you would. It really is a good deal. 40% off calm.com slash garden. If you go there, you get 40% off a premium subscription. Check it out. You may feel like you don't need it tonight. Trust me, you will at some point again need it at, during these playoffs. I guarantee, you know, calm duck. Even this, you got to come down off the high a little yeah, bit, right? It's a, yeah, we got to go to bed at some It's point. a school night, right? We, yeah, got, we all got to work tomorrow. Um, so, again, um, Celtics beat the Bucks 116-108. The series is tied at two with game five at the Garden on Wednesday. Bobby Manning and Josue Pavone as well as Sherrod Blakely are all in Milwaukee right now. Bobby and Josue are in there getting the goods, getting the dirt, getting interviews. I, I'm curious what comes out of Bud's presser tonight. That's always, he's gotten really Ooh. salty lately. You know what? Though? You know what? Here's I will salty, say this, salty, Bud. I will say this. So this was actually one of the few games in the series where I don't really have an issue with Bud's coaching. I thought he made not a the lot coaching. Of he's just mad at the, he's mad about the fouls and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, and I get it. But this this was like one of the few games where I just I didn't. In fact, I the, you know the challenge that he had on that offensive foul that they eventually called on Jalen. I thought I think Jimmy pointed out earlier. I thought that was going to be a game changer. I thought that was going to be the, the point in the game. Yeah, when you're right. Milwaukee would just go on a run, uh, and they originally called a blocking foul on Drew, but they called the foul on Jalen instead. But Again, Bud, you're right, John. He's going to find something to bitch and moan about. And it's, you know, he's going to complain about, you know, fouls not being called and all that crap. But at the end of the day, like I said before in game game four or game three when they lost, I don't really give a blank about the officiating. You still have to make plays. It always comes back to are you making the plays that you can make? And Milwaukee did not in this game. 
They had opportunities right. down the stretch to win this thing, and they failed to do that, just like the Celtics had opportunities down the stretch of game three to win that, and they didn't get it done. Officiating is a factor, but don't don't bitch and moan about the officiating as if that's the reason why you lost. That's not why you lost. You I, lost I, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. When both sides are... I think the consensus is the officiating is bad and inconsistent. One play yes. is a foul. The same exact play is not a foul, but it's you're seeing it both ways. It's a freaking mess. Stuff's yeah. being called that shouldn't be called at all, and stuff's being not called that's so flagrant or egregious that it just scratches your head like how. So how the inconsistency is what's killing you because yeah. you just can't get into a flow. But when both teams are complaining about the refs, you have to kind of acknowledge it's yeah. just a mess out there. It's a mess. Yeah. So everybody who says the refs suck is right, but I don't know that it's the deciding factor one way or the other tonight. You know, the other day it felt like they were pro- really pro Milwaukee, but the Celtics had way more free throws. Tonight it's a different story where Milwaukee, Milwaukee had more. Has- free- has more three throws, but both sides are getting murdered with the with the officiating. I think it's been brutal both ways, you know. And then there's the Giannis factor, which is he gets away with what he's going to get away with. That's not new. It's not breaking news. It just is what it is. So yeah, I I don't put the losses on any of it. It's just messing up the series, you it know. Is. So it, it it's worth complaining about in the sense of like. It's screwing up good basketball. This is fun, competitive basketball with two teams playing really friggin' tough. It's a god. It's a battle out there. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to interject yourself into every single thing, which is what the refs are kind of doing right now. You would think that the the refs would have gotten that phone call by now. But they're so physical. I think they feel they have to get involved. But then they're doing it and then not doing it because they're going with flows and and well, I've called this many. I can't call it again. They're kind of they're just kind of making it up as they go. They're trying to manage the game and not calling everything individually based on merit or based on whatever's happening at that moment. Right. Yeah, right. but I, but a, a lot of the files that they called on the Celtics, particularly those those illegal screens, were legit calls. I mean, you can't lunge into a guy when you're setting a screen. They're going to call that, especially yeah. a team like Milwaukee that knows that the minute you make contact with them and your name is Grant Williams or Daniel Tice, they're going to call the whistle anyway. Uh, so they just got to be smarter about that stuff. Um, but man, this, this was a great game, man. This is this was a damn. This was a good game. Yeah, you know what? It's great. And we, we, we all said this after game three. None of us were – the Celtics were down two to one in the series, but none of us were, like, there huge – I mean, maybe Bobby to an extent. He was a little bit more worried than we were, but I think we all thought that the Celtics were capable of taking at least one game. Bobby needs calm. And he Bobby really needs calm. calm he sure. needs, like – if there was an IV calm, Bobby <laughs> – I would absolutely get him the syringes and, 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 and yeah. for that step. He needs a He needs a calm drip. That's exactly. Right. He needs calm dread. That's what he really needs. That's the next subscription that we're working towards there. <laughs> that's the deluxe addiction. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's that's a premium stuff. That's a premium but, stuff. Did did Nick just give us money? Did he? 
I don't know. What I saw he was in there. I, I saw him say exhale, but I think he donated money to us. You guys oh. can do that, I guess. I guess that's a thing that people do. Um Damn, yes, man. anyway. Um eat. yeah, so I mean again, trying to you know, you're riding the high on the win, trying to gauge in terms of like, has anyone figured anything out? You know, like do you get a sense of like the Celtics figured something out that they can do? more of or differently next game or it's just going to every game's going to just be a rock fight and then yes. whoever's left standing at the end because that's kind of that... the vibe i've got with the series is it's tough to take a game like it sucked that the celtics lost game three but i didn't enter game four thinking oh it's so bad it's just i feel like each game both teams almost have a coin flips chance of winning that's just kind of what it feels like with no carryover whatsoever from the previous game it's two teams that make like the the strength of both of these teams is making the other making the other look bad. Um, that's what they're good at right now. Uh, so as bad as the Celtics look for huge stretches of time, they're also making Milwaukee look really friggin' bad too. And Jimmy said it like, you just look up, and if you feel like the Celtics are playing their worst basketball of the season, and at the worst, it was like a seven point game, and you're like, they're right there the whole time. So I don't know. Well, and they're I, I playing mean, poorly, and they're right there. So it's like, just play your brand of basketball. Don't let the Bucks dictate. Don't let Giannis – I mean, I shouldn't say that because he's going to figure out a way to do it, but don't let the rest of the Bucks dictate the way the game's going to be played. Play your style. Play your physicality. Move the ball around. And then, you know, you've got Al Horford in, in this just crazy – just turn back the clock, Benjamin Buttons fuck type deal going on right now where he's just aging backwards. I need to know this guy's workout routine, skincare routine. I need to know everything about what he's doing to age this way because he's playing the best basketball of his career right now. I mean, it's his first 30-plus uh, point playoff game, um, and I, I forget the number, but they said it's the longest it's taken a player to hit the 30-point uh, flat mark um, in the playoffs. You know, I think, like, I don't know, I tweeted it's 60-something games, I think, but it was just an unbelievable, you know, stretch of time that he's playing been in the playoffs without hitting that number and he's doing it so yeah I mean, this guy's just playing like unreal basketball not just tonight all all playoffs and really all regular season i mean he's an unreal regular season and he's just carried it right into the playoffs why not al hey why not al this guy deserves a championship well uh, the I one think he's that the Gerard, not to cut you off but i think he's actually inspiring some of these young guys too I oh, I know he is. His, I know he is. is. Getting these guys going. Like Tatum got fired up in that fourth quarter too, watching Al sort of set the tone early on. And like they're rallying around that type of a play. Sometimes you've got to low-key embarrass your teammates uh, to get them to play better. And when you watch Al out here, 35 years old, he's the oldest guy that's making a significant contribution in the series. And he's outplaying you 12, 10, 9 years his junior. That's embarrassing. Uh, it's, and, and so you either have a choice. You either let, let the OG continue to carry you while you don't do squat or you step your game up and get the damn victory and get the hell out of town. Well, and he did that. And the, the one thing, and the, the, just one last quick point, John, the one thing that getting back to your original uh, question, just about, you know, what do we learn from, from this right. end game adjustments are absolutely critical in this series because there's nothing that you're going to do in your preparation that's going to adequately prepare you for what's going to happen on this floor that has been the difference i think in every single game one team made subtle adjustments and they weren't all ma they weren't major but they were noticeable like for example remember early on all the Celtics did was shoot threes and 
try to go to the basket every now and then. And then all of a sudden, they started looking at the mid-range. Jalen Brown starts shooting from the elbow. Al Horford, dribble drive, kick to Al, shooting from the free throw line. They started taking advantage of that mid-range real estate. And we've been talking about that since day, since the early going, is you right. have to do it. And what was frustrating is Tatum did get to better spots today, just didn't hit makeable shots. And it was starting to get really frustrating because right. that was like what early season Tatum was doing was he was getting his shots, he just weren't going in, and he right. wasn't finishing around the basket very well. Again, he gave up one or two layups, which drive me freaking crazy, um, which mm-hmm. I don't want to see but i felt like he i to answer my own question i do feel like he started to figure a little something out it didn't all drop for him but it was definitely after three games of him and i know one of them was a 30 point game i do feel like he did start to kind of move in a direction of like this is what i'm gonna probably need to do to be able to score here uh, still not a perfectly clean game one time there was a turnover and he didn't get back on d again like he's just got to He's got to clean some of that stuff up, but I think he 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 inched a little bit in the right direction. Um, I had to clear up my my stat, my Al Horford stat. Yeah, Al Horford's 131 career playoff games before his first 30 point outing are 41 more than any other player in, in NBA history. Clifford Robinson, Great. 90 games before his. Yeah, so 131 playoff games Al Horford has been in over his career. His first 30 plus point game tonight, and honestly, looked like a freaking yep. boss out there good, so. good point by fuzzy here both games the celtics won were games that they were missing a starter it's just a bizarre series yeah, that's, that's really that's really been hard to figure and when sharad one thing i wanted to uh, you know kind of piggyback on that you were saying when you see al going out there whether it's embarrassing people or inspiring people whatever it is it really is amazing to me that this team played the way that they played in the first part of the season with guys like al and marcus here to clearly lead by example uh it, you know uh, and and to you know to have al i don't think this was a i think he snapped them out of it a little bit you know yeah. um which is like this guy's going balls out here um so but yeah it just made me think like i don't know how this team ever got so far off track uh with the type type of like hard-nosed veteran leaders that they have lead by example sort of guys and then just al's just like you know everyone said just fountain of youth sort of stuff here it's not yeah. just having a 30 point game and incredibly efficient shooting and the three point shot looking better and having being more confident in it and going 11 for 14 in the field it's that it's this spryness you know like when he had that dunk on Giannis i think van gundy said like this isn't just like this isn't stuff we've seen from him ever, ever. you know like right. it you just don't see him kind of do that sort of stuff and of course he's dunked before and this and that but it's like he he just looks I'm he looks incredible. I'm just really awestruck by it. He made made a shot in the second half. And after he made it, I'm watching him go back up the court and he's just just trotting along, bouncing up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Al's like, yeah, he's he looks like Al from Florida. He's Uh, amazing. If it's possible, his (laughs) eyes are even more beautiful. Yeah, you know, that's that's impossible, John. That's impossible. They're even if, more lustrous. If, like you, 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 you if, can't get, you can't stare at him, and you'll get lost. You no, get he, lost. he's like the he's like the anti Medusa with those gla- with those eyes. I just oh my god. No, you know what? I just I ask Al questions like this, but he looks fit. He looks all right, all right. Don't look right at him, or else you'll just be like, 
That's, you know, that's, I forgot uh, yeah. my question. I'm always nervous when Bobby interviews him in person. I'm like, is he just going to lose himself in his eyes? Um, hey, uh, L, uh, you played really well today. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you something, but I was like, <laughs> Yeah. No, nah, he was great. He was he was so good. Uh, and just again, giving him everything. I mean, the scoring, shots, rebound, his defense. This was this was the you know, total profit. Sure, he, he's physically must be feeling great. And I know over the years he's battled some, you know, lower body injuries and such. But it, you don't see you don't he see or hear anything like that. His confidence must be at an all time all time high right now. I mean, the way he's carrying himself out there in the court. You know, just listen to him talk after the games. Like, he's in a good space, definitely. And I think, you know, I think he's leading a lot more um, by example than really anyone's ever maybe given him credit for. I mean, we all know that he does. But I think maybe this year, even more than ever, he, ever, he's really embraced that that role. And I think the guys gravitate towards, you know, what he's doing out there and, and what he's able to give them off the court, too. So, I mean, I just think that, like, he's just adding so much to them right now. He is, and and he's he's become a matchup problem for for Milwaukee. You better believe when they go back and look at the film, they're going to try to minimize his impact. And if you're Jason Tatum, that could be a good thing. If you're yep. Jalen Brown, that could be a good thing because now all of a sudden you're one big who can stretch the floor. Now all of a sudden he becomes a bigger priority for them to to try to galvanize. Because again, Al, I mean, most of the shots he took were open. Um, most of the shots he took were just literally taking what the defense was giving him. And if you're Milwaukee and you try to take some of that away, that's going to leave Tatum and Brown and Marcus Smart available to do more with, things. Yeah, with everything. I know Milwaukee does what they do, and they're trying to get you to shoot threes, and the Celtics fell into that trap in the first three games, and they're just shooting more threes than twos. And, you know, obviously the game that they win is the game where they knock down a bunch of them. But, again, you got to take advantage of what they're giving you, whether it's certain mis- certain matchups or the drop coverage, which is going to allow you to hit the to take those little pull-ups or those floaters or whatever it is there. They just got to figure out a way to kind of, you know, uh, exploit it a little bit better. Um, and, and that's what I'm wondering if like, maybe there was a little bit more of that tonight. And I want to look a little deeper into some of the numbers, um, to see where, uh, where some of the stuff came from. But I, I mean, I, I just, I, the whole thing I'm just floored by, this was a dead ass team when they were down seven in the third quarter. I was like, I just don't, I'm not seeing where this is going to come from here. And they were so flat and so out of it. And then just Al just woke them up and then. They just went from there. It's just, I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of a game like this uh, where, I mean, it was this bad and then boom, just like that. I, I you know, and they got to give all the props to Al. He brought him back from the dead. You got to give some to, to Tatum too. I mean, we, we gotta- he did, but Al brought him back from the dead, you know? Oh, I, the, I, yeah. 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 Tatum, yeah, Tatum kicked right. the coffin. Tatum kicked the coffin doors open, but they were six feet. Well, they were yeah. five and a half feet deep before Al just started climbing and pulling him out of the grave. Well, Al, Al, was, Al was doing it before the fourth quarter, too. I mean, he was doing everything he could yeah. to, to keep right. these guys in, in it. And so you got to give him credit for that. I just thought that we were all screaming at our TVs, and I'm sure people were tweeting, need Tatum now, need Tatum now. Any, any minute now, like, you know, you got to get a little bit more aggressive and, and try to take over in some capacity. And I, I think that he did that in the fourth quarter. Now, I'm not saying Al obviously – didn't I mean I'll have the biggest fourth quarter of them yep. all but Tatum was right behind him and like those were the two guys yep. like you mentioned John Smart had a couple of, of cameos towards the end there but it was a two-man game in that fourth quarter and they just did what they had to do you know so I got to give you know we, yep. we've talked about Tatum like 
bordering on this line of superstardom and whatnot. And this is the type of performance that keeps you in that conversation other than just sort of, if he continued on in that same way, the first half went, then like we're criticizing him like crazy to he's the story of the game. Sherrod said it in game three, Tatum sucked ass all game. And all you needed was for him to be Jason Tatum for three or four minutes, five minutes, whatever. Tatum, Give me five minutes. And we got it. And that's it. And they would have had game three. He did it tonight. That was the difference. You know, he, he, and I, I think, John, to your point, I think the way this team is built, you can win a lot of games with him being great for five minutes. Right. And, be, and, and if he's because you're going to make life so hard on the other team, it's going to be hard for them to separate. Even if, when you're doing everything wrong and your your offense is a mess and you can't get into any flow and your stars are slumping, you're always in the game as long as you're playing defense. And again, he may stressed it early on. If we do this. We're good, man. Move the ball, play defense. We're going to be in every single game, if not dominate these games when we execute. Let's bring in uh, Bobby Manning for the uh, Daniel Tice report um, from uh, Milwaukee here. Uh, Bobby. Bobby, don't touch anything. What's going on? Hands off my stream, pal. Um, what uh, What's going on? I know you were listening to some of the interviews. What's the, what's the vibe down there? Yeah, we'll get to the Tice stuff at the end, but we got to get <laughs> Al Horford's moment resonate for at least. Show it to minutes. me. Show it to me, Bobby. Is it under there? Yeah, what do you nope, got? It's, it's, ha- it's hanging up back home. And oh, it's gonna hang up. 42. It's going to hang up time. And this is. <laughs> it's going to be a case. It's going to be a case when Bobby gets back. Watch. This is a beautiful moment. I mean, for his career. I mean, come on. He John, comes where's, back. John, where's the music? John, where's the music? Where's the music? He comes back, doubted, uh, you know, pretty eliminated to the OKC Philadelphia stance, just trying to find his place here again. But it seemed like he had bigger visions on how he wanted to go, and he's allowed that to happen through preparation, through sustaining, through the best shape of his life this year. And he was obviously the key to the last series, has been the key to this series to this point, defensively in the first two games and now offensively these last two. And you just think of this moment. They were down 10 with two minutes left to go in the third. From that point on, they outscored the Bucs by 20. Horford's running the ball into the half court, pulling up, taking all the shots that are available and continuing to get stops on the other end. He's been the best. I'm, this series features Giannis, Holiday, Tatum, Brown, and has been the best player in think of that. And this is a moment that, depending on how this shakes out, is going to be in Celtics lore. I mean, he stole this there game. The, he there stole this game. He, he stole the series from the Bucks here. The Bucks were taking a 3-1 lead tonight, and he went out there and stole it. It's just legendary stuff from a player who – I don't think most people looked at as legendary coming to Boston, really good all-star level player. Some of the stuff that he's accomplished with a franchise that's had a lot of great players now, changing the culture, uh, having phenomenal playoff runs now three times in his career, you know, this one becoming the third. It's it's amazing. I mean, this guy, one of probably my favorite Celtic ever, and I think a lot, endeared himself to a lot of Celtics fans around the world tonight. <laughs> Oh man, he's there's no doubt that that Al has, wow. has played a great, 
there is a lot. Uh, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to just going to jump on one point. Al has been phenomenal and he deserves all the credit, all the praise, all the adulation that he's getting. But Bobby, there's no way in hell that he's the best player in the series. He's the best Celtic. He's been he's the, best the best player, player in the series. I'm you were going to say he is the best player. Really? Really? What's the Greek guy's name again? Yeah, what's he held Giannis to, what was it, 8 of 18 through the first two games. And I still think the numbers probably stand up pretty strong after this game. We'll have to get them when they update. But when he's guarded Giannis, it's been no one's given him a harder time. I mean, and, sure. Giannis well, is the best player in the series. But when, when, when Al bodied him. I know he's the him, best player. But for these four games, who's been the best? Yeah. When Al bodied him there with that dunk and then punched him in the face, uh, at least symbolically, that, cool. that, that was uh, obviously that was uh, a, a, a massive uh, moment. Uh and possibly series turning, you know, I know Bobby, yeah. you're, you know, there's a little hyperbole here with Celtics lore and X, Y, and Z. It's game four of a second round series. I'm it saying, depending big, on how this shakes it's out, it's a big game. What I will say is uh, that dunk, when you're going to look back at like the, 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 you know, uh, you know, the, 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 the glove slant, like Jason Veritek hitting a rod in the face with his glove is the moment that turned the Red Sox yeah. season around. You might look at these playoffs and that dunk on Giannis as that's going to be on a YouTube highlight reel. Depending on how <laughs> deep the Celtics go, is a re- that's a real turning point moment. That uh, a lesson uh, in modesty uh, here. Swinging this game and possibly swinging the series because while we weren't sure what was going to happen in this game, I think a lot of us agreed, and a lot of people I talked to agreed. Uh, the winner of this game feels like they would have the leg up on the series. Certainly, Milwaukee up three one would be commanding, but this. Celtics winning this game and going back home and, and and earning home court back would really feel like they'd be in good position here. And I, I, you have to feel a lot better about, obviously, their chances in the series after coming in here and taking that game. And that moment's going to be the one where we're like, that was it. That That's what turned it. That's what turned the entire game, and that's what turned the series. And if you're the Celtics, you got to be feeling like, you know what, we basically got our asses kicked for three-ish quarters. And getting down by double digits in the first quarter, being down fairly large in the, in the third, and we won. I mean, we not we didn't just win; we went up by double digits in the fourth quarter after getting our ass kicked for three plus quarters. If you're if you're Boston, you're going home feeling not only good about your chances of winning this series, but of getting to the NBA Finals. I mean, you're you're taking these. This is the team that was the last team standing a year ago. There is a different kind of confidence that you build within yourself when you can take the champ out regardless of, of whether they're as good as they were the year before, it doesn't matter. They are the ones that went into the season with the crown and you just snatched it from them. And that is invaluable when you're trying to do what the Celtics are trying to do, which is do the improbable, which is bring home banner 18. And he was mad Al, in that presser after the last game. He talked about the lost opportunity of game three. Feeling like the Celtics could have possibly come out of here up three, one, if, as you said, Shrod, Tatum made a few plays, and they were able to seal that out. He came out here intense, and you talk about that dunk, John. Just a moment, and you saw him in the third quarter, too, shaking his head. That intensity, Al's such a calm guy that when he shows that level of intensity, you know it has an impact. And the way they blew them away from that point on, you can tell it had an impact on Tatum. You can tell it had an impact on the way they guarded Everything stemmed from Al here in this game. Credit to Udoka, who noticed the way the Bucks were guarding him, gave the Celtics an opportunity to swing the ball his way a lot more. He told Horford to be extra aggressive, considering how the Bucks were guarding him. 
and it's going to continue to be there. Now, in terms of the consequences of this, like I said, John, they have to seal it out. They have to go on to win a championship for that to be the level of impact that this game has historically from Al. Um, but they set themselves up well here to do it with two games left in Boston. I think it's going to take seven games still. I'm not counting the Bucks out. If they lost game three ahead by 13 to begin the fourth, I would have been ruling the Bucks out. But this one, I think they can get up from. I think they'll still feel good about the way Giannis is playing, the way they got Connaughton, Allen, Matthew, some of those guys. Going but in this game, we want to swing it to Tatum. Wes Matthew picked up a fourth foul quickly after Brenton Brown picked up their fifth there in that third, fourth quarter sequence. And Matthews is the guy who had been shutting down Tatum the most this entire series. Hill checks in, and the floodgates open Tatum there. Really opportunistic moment for the Tatum there to attack Hill. The Matthews thing, I have, I can't figure that out for the life of me. What the hell happened? This was a guy that for the bulk of his career was a shooter. His defense, in fact, his defense was like on the scouting report as his greatest weakness. And, and for whatever reason in this series, he's been like freaking freaking Kawhi Leonard out there defensively on, on Tatum, just give, making his life miserable. I, I don't understand how that's happening. Um, but to, to your point, Bobby, um, I, I, if I'm Boston, I, I'm feeling like we got this right now. Um, I'm feeling because if you really look at John pointed this out earlier, I don't think you were, you were with us. They've only Celtics only played maybe four good quarters out of what sixteen, and you're even with them. And Milwaukee has, Milwaukee has many more quarters of good basketball compared to Boston, and yet they're, they're right there with them. I mean. If the Celtics, it feels as though if the Celtics are at the top of their game and Milwaukee's at the top of their game, Boston wins by six. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what you're grappling with here. And I've been grappling with it the last year. Like, who's in a better position right now? It's really hard to tell. The Bucks role players are, are struggling big time. Yeah. They got going a little bit here tonight, but they've struggled immensely to even get Holiday going at times outside of Giannis. So it's a one-man show, essentially, in Milwaukee now. Maybe Brooks getting a few dump-off passes, but the Bucks are essentially hitting the Celtics two at a time, not really getting a ton of shooting, but their defense has been the better defense, in my mind. It's close, but they've yeah. really given Tatum fits. Rounds been shut out for most of the series, save for a few moments here. But the Celtics on their end, like their defense just keeps them so close. The Bucks can't separate. When John right. said this game was over, I was like, the, the Bucks can't build a lead. We referenced yet. that earlier. It felt in the third quarter the Celtics were dead, and we talked about it. You said, like, yeah, they just can't pull away, and they didn't. They can't. You know? So that's um, another thing working in the Celtics' favor. Horford, his, his presence, and the role guys as a whole, I feel like Grant's been pretty good on the whole in this series. Smart yep. stepped up in a big way tonight. It feels like the Celtics have better role players, surprisingly, through this series so far. And, again, I think the, all those things considered, it's going to take this to game seven, probably to the final minute, and it's like, who's going to make a play at that point? Bucks have the better player, too, in, in the series let, overall. On let me, let me, right. Let me ask you this question, all of you, though. I mean, we've talked about how amazingly awesome Al is, and he is. He has been that in this series. But he's also – playing 40-ish minutes. Like, tonight I think you played north, one, north side of 41. How concerned are you guys about Al and logging all those minutes, particularly with games being every other day? I mean, they went short with everybody, Sherrod. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 41, and no choice with Rubbo, right? 41 Smart, 42 Horford, 42 uh, Tatum. Mm-hmm. And obviously, 
Brown, 32 with the five fouls, you know, right. that he would have gone 40 plus minutes. D White steps in for 34. I mean, you went short. You had an eight man bench and you only played Tice 11 and Pritchard 13. So that was it. And then Grant obviously got, they decided to go away from Grant uh, late there in the fourth. Did he play at all in the fourth? Uh, no, I don't of the foul trouble. So when yeah, Grant's not in there, you had no choice but to play. And again, I know Bobby, we're we're not turning this into a Tice thing because I'm, it's not worth having much of a conversation. But he's borderline unplayable, and that's why he didn't play in the series. And they used him in a couple spots today. But obviously, you had to he re- made one he, play. The, I'm not comparing the two players, yeah. but it's basically become canter minutes, which is like, can I sneak a few of these in to give my guy a rest? And you, I wouldn't pray. go that far. Again, I I'm go saying, down this I'm hole, saying but... in, I'm saying in quality, they're very worried about Tice minutes, and they're really trying to limit them because um, they're worried what's going to happen when he's out there. So, so without Robin there, without Robin there, Al has no choice but to play forty. So to answer your question, Sherrod, yeah, I'm a little worried about it. Uh, you know because. You know, it's here's that's, the, here's that's not that's not a, that's not a young in there. Exactly. Here's, I mean, go ahead, Bobby. Here's the bigger deal with that, and this is why I was getting that pregame. I thought Tice could give them a little something just because of how comparable it would be to how Rob's played, which frankly has not been good. And I thought they maybe benefited a little bit by cutting out those Rob minutes entirely tonight. That might be a stretch. That might be an exaggeration, but. He really struggled. He got targeted on the defensive end. But and two things are true here, though, Bobby. Two things are true. They've been better without. They've been better with Rob off the floor so far in this series. That's a fact. Uh, but statistically, and you could see it with your eyes, he's just not. He hasn't been right. Um, something's off with him. They're better with him off the court, but they you when you, it's him versus Tice in the in the minutes that they are playing, and that's not a contest. The Rob minutes are going to be better than the Tice minutes. So, yes, while they've been actually better putting in Grant in there or going just with, uh, with you know, wings and, and multiple guards um, and, and those types of lineups with only Al as the primary big, the, the Tice minutes are just bad. So Rob's just yeah. got to play so the better. Answer here you is, can start to question whether he's worth starting and whether yes, you want to stay double big. I mean, I two, two games ago, he pulled – he pulled uh, Rob four minute mark in for Grant, and that wasn't because Rob was brutal. They just realized we need some shooting out here. I don't like how the offense is looking. So I don't know if that's the thing that they go back to. It wouldn't be stunning to watch Rob come off the bench here. And that's I don't, where I, I think this is going. I, yeah. I don't think it's a terrible thing. No, and and you can and you can put it under the category of you know what we're just trying to ease him back into the flow, so it's easier to manage his minutes if he's coming off the bench versus starting. Um, it's an easy sell to Rob. It's an easy sell to the team and to be honest i i agree with you guys it may very well be the best thing for them going forward in this particular series yeah it's a matchup thing this is the time of the year your ego's got to go aside grab and joe green off the bench we tell that story over and over again and lineups have to change adjustments have to be made in this series it's not a rough series and uh, listen i don't think they kept i, I don't think it wouldn't because... be a rob series if he was right i just don't think it's something yeah it's not right yeah, Jimmy, what do you think? Obviously, something's not right because he missed the game. Yeah. Jimmy, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, on the Al stuff, I mean, yeah, if he's going to play 42 minutes a game or whatever it is, then, yeah, that's going to be concerning. But I have no reason to believe that he can't continue to play at a high minutes mark. I mean, I think that he he knows how important this is for his career right now. I mean, he's, he's certainly not asking to be out. I know that right now it's tough as hell guarding Giannis. I can't imagine it getting any harder. 
Um, so he's, he's leaving it out there and he's playing at an extremely high level. So I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he needs to sit for, you know, eight more minutes on the bench. Or he's playing too much because they're getting he's one of their best players right now. Like you, you got to get as much out of it as you can. They're thin at that position. We just talked about Tice and how he hasn't really been uh, the answer this series. Rob, we know, is obviously dealing with some pain right now. I can't imagine missing uh, one of these games for a little bit of pain, but I, I guess it's a lot of pain. So um, hopefully that he can be back for game five, just because like you said, John, they need they need minutes to, to go around and a, a, a mediocre Rob is going to be better than a mediocre Tice. So you'll, you'll certainly take that. But I think it's a Horford-Grant um, series the rest of the way. You know, Grant obviously got dinged up with the fouls early tonight, so he couldn't really be himself out there. But, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, they're going to go with exactly what they've been going with because they've, you know, again, we've talked about it. Even when they're trailing in these games, like all they need to do is just play a little bit of a, a good string of basketball and they get right back in. And it's those guys, the shooters, Horford's been hitting his shots. Grant's been hitting his shots. You got to get those guys that can stretch the floor and hit those threes that the Bucks are letting them take. I mean, that was one of the things that apparently the Bucks said they were going to do is allow the Celtics to take these outside shots to some extent. And the Celtics credit, they're making them pay when they need to. Mid-rangers, too. Big deal. You can take yeah, those. You can step into that. And more points. Uh, by the way, we got to oh. drop this because this is what Horford just said post-game. A, a, a rare bomb from Horford. He said the moment we were talking about there in the third quarter where he was shaking his head at Giannis and included the dunk and everything else and then the fourth, he said he was looking at me and the way he was going about things, it didn't sit right with me. And yeah, that sort of flipped the switch at that moment. <laughs> Let's go. That's right. I mean, you can you see can't, you cannot kick the old dog when he's down because you you know he's still got bite in him. He's got pride, man. He's, he's a man he out is, there. He's not going to let somebody just go out there and do what the hell he wants. Well, that's Al, the thing. Al is the last guy you should be trying to, to do that to. The last guy. But I didn't even get it because they didn't have beef. It wasn't yeah. something Al didn't do anything to him. I actually thought it was uncalled. I I don't mind that stuff. I thought it was uncalled for, and not because it it's like oh, I'm pro Celtics versus. I'm like, what is he going at this guy for? Like, it's not like I've got you know in your face, dude. It just seemed like low well, class ish, you know. Well, Celtics like have it's one thing way, to flex I, going down the court. Quick, it's another to go over to the guy's face there. Like, I didn't quite get it. There's a professional courtesy when you're playing against a guy like Al. He's not a dirty player. You're supposed to, you usually respect guys like Al Horford. So it was an jo odd Joe choice Sway by Giannis. Was, yeah. Joe Sway was just in on that as well, Mart. So he'll be he'll be coming out with some more on that. I'm gonna check in with Tatum here and we'll we'll flip in and out. Okay. Um, you know what, John? It's pretty clear to me the Celtics players, they have, they have a problem with Giannis. And maybe it's the physicality. Maybe it's the fact that they think he's getting away with a lot. But Jalen Brown had a problem with Giannis tonight. Marcus Smart had a problem with Giannis tonight. Al Horford had a problem with Giannis tonight. So, you know, they want to make Giannis up to be this you know what? angel. Guess what? You know, these guys have a problem with him. They don't want some guy going out there thinking that he can just run train all over the court and just do whatever the hell he wants up and down the court. So, yeah, they they're they're gonna they they have some pride. They they're gonna be fighting back, and in a game that's as physical as it's been, like you're bound to get some. You know, tempers are gonna be are gonna be flaring a bit. So I was glad to see it. I mean, you know, like Sherrod said, you know, you can't do that to the to the old dog. You know, you you know that it's <laughs> that fire is in there. You just you know. Congratulations you, you to Bobby for leaving and not ending the stream too. I want I want to say say yeah. thank you to them. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Al, I'm just going to go. Boop. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, Giannis, I, I didn't understand it. If, if for no other reason, you're in control of the game. The last thing you should want to do is give them any type of galvanizing moment to build off of and play with a harder edge and play with more focus and try to get back at you. Um, and they did that. And of all the guys on the team, Al is the last one that you should try to get fired up um, because he because he's so calm most of the time. You know, when he flips that switch, he becomes pretty damn special. Uh, and the fact that you guys weren't guarding him, he's going to make you pay. And then when you do guard him, he's going to dunk on you. And if you're just so happy to be the guy that was mean mugging him, he's going to smack. He's going to smack you in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, a lot of people saying here, like, that's how Giannis gets himself fired up. He does that. He mugs. He flexes. I was surprised he did it on Al. That's well, see, all. Well, yeah. I mean, he does that, but it's one thing to do that towards your fans. It's one thing to yeah, do that. Yeah, I was surprised fans. he did it in but Al's face. He did it, he did it in his face. And but that, whatever. That's the consequences. And I'm glad the Celtics, again, right. the, the 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 that's fine. That's part of his thing. He mugs. He does that stuff. He gets himself pumped up. That's great. I mean, and I love Giannis. I really do. Um, prepare to get elbowed in the face. And get I love him, but then he got elbowed in the face, yeah. and friggin', yeah. you know, he had his, his, his he had his soul taken away by a thirty-five year old man. So um, that's fine. <laughs> you know, I guess it goes both ways. I, but like I said, I love Giannis. I really do, um, and I love that stuff. It just, I was surprised he directed it at Al. I was a little worried when Al kind of nodded because I was like. That's a big dog you're going after. And he friggin' did it. And uh, that's what makes it so great. It's like everybody watching at home, like Al Horford's like, yeah, I'm going to get you is thinking, no, he's not. And he did. That's yeah. the best part about it. You well, know, well, we weren't the only ones that were surprised to see that the officials uh, were as well, which is why he got which is why I got the tech. Yeah. So oh, I love it. I love it. Cause like I said, <laughs> you're an impartial fan who's not, you know, a Celtics fan watching it is like, okay, he made Al mad. Everybody outside of Milwaukee, Boston is watching that is thinking, oh, poor Al Horford. He's going to get, you know, he doesn't want to pick a fight with this guy. And he did. And he kinda won does. it. And he, he did does. and he won. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Al, the old, the old steer, some, sometimes the old steer gets one over the young buck. You know, that's just the, the way it works. So that was, that was tonight. Really good one, Jimmy. You should write. That's well that's, done. That's the first line of the Jimmy Toscano column he's not going to write tonight. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes. But if I was here, gets the old me. buck. Send. That, that, hey, Sherrod, is that not a lead or is that not a lead? <laughs> that is an L E D E lead. That's it. Yeah, lead. It's lead. That's a lead lead. Uh, <sighs> but, hey, I'll, I'll let somebody All right, else Jimmy, you can end the stream on that one. <laughs> well done. If you say if you say something good enough, you can just end the stream. You give everybody that right. Mic drop. Just it's your walk off mic drop. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, we God. didn't get into it a ton, but let's uh, let's get in let's get into some of the Derek White minutes. We've been critical of him, um, and we wanted to see more of him. And uh, Sherrod, you touched on it a little, but uh, you know, go a little bit deeper. Um, I'll take this D white every single night and you can have the draft picks. I, th- this was, this was the best I've seen him play in meaningful game, meaningful minutes where there was something of significant value at stake. This was a great game by him. And it wasn't just the fact that he was scoring. 
So the fact that he was confident, like every, I didn't cringe not a single time when he took a shot tonight. And I don't know if I've had that feeling with him when he shoots. Uh, and he was so confident with every shot. You, you, this is the Derek White that if they're going to get to the NBA Finals, they're going to need to see a lot of. They're going to need this guy because right now the, this series has shown us, and maybe it's just a matchup. I'm not sure what's going on. But Peyton Pritchard is not giving you anything. He has been just a notch or two above unplayable at this point. Pretty close. And and it's it's sad because he's there was, there was an opportunity he had in this game where I think the Celtics were up. Yeah, they were up by one. Tatum drives, kicks to him for yeah. what could be a three-pointer. That would make it a four-point game and really put Milwaukee in her backs. He misses the shot. Go the other way. I think Pat Connaughton nailed the three. Milwaukee's up by two. And, yeah. and, and that sequence should never happen. Your job, you're literally your job, if you're him, is to make open shots. You're one of the best players on this team in terms of shot making. And when your best player puts you in position to take open shots, you gotta cash those in. God, he's gotta be better. But Derek White, give Derek White all the credit in the world. His defense was on point, scoring, driving. And he's one of the better players at Ashton, I think about it getting into that mid-range real estate. Um, that's his game. And if they're willing to give him and the rest of the Celtics that real estate to shoot, he's going to be a guy that I need to play more if I'm Ime because he's going to take that shot. And more times than not, he's going to make it. Because, again, if they're giving him wide-open mid-range floaters and shots at the rim or, or at least close to the paint, he's a guy that can knock that shot down. And, and he's a guy that looks for that shot. And you would like to see it more consistently. I think he got in his own head with some of his misses. But I thought he'd be able to score closer to the basket a little bit more, whether it was through the floater or just being able to get in there because he's a larger guard. And sometimes he'll just be able to, you know, get into the paint against somebody, um, you know, who's smaller, who's trying to defend him. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was one of the great things about it is you just have so many you have so much size when you're putting him out there. Um, you know, along with along with your long wings and this and that, um, that you'd find some matchups. I thought he'd just have an easier time. One of the thoughts about Derek White was, you know, with all of the attention being placed on the other guys, he'll be kind of free. Nobody's going to pay attention to him. And they haven't, but he just hasn't made his shots. No. I mean, it's as simple as that. Is you know, The Bucks will give him every single shot that he, he wants there. other things, John. Come on. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't get started. Don't get us started again. <laughs> I hate Jimmy. You don't know, no, Paul. How many how many Celtics fans are pissed when Derek White scores because they can't use the old yeah. other things? He doesn't need to score. He didn't. I liked it better when he didn't score. Uh, I liked it when I could well actually you. <laughs> Uh, that was good. What did you guys think of Jalen? In addition to the fouls, some people in the comments here are talking about um, looking not himself um, and slightly off or I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts just on Jalen right now? And, you know, whether he's dealing with the hamstring, whether he like Tatum is a little bit frustrated, flustered by the Bucks, trying to figure out exactly how to, you know, how to get his points and, you know, where it's coming from. Uh, I don't know what's going on fully. He wasn't bad. He just wasn't. And again, a lot of had to do with fouls. He just, he had to deal with that stuff all game long too. Uh, But yeah, I mean, just your general thoughts. In game three, I thought he just, he didn't look as explosive as we've seen him before. I mean, it it really did feel as though that game, uh, that hammy might've been bothering him a little bit, or he was maybe being a little conscious 
of the hamstring. Uh, but tonight, I, I thought it was a foul trouble. I, I thought he came out yeah. looking like himself. Uh, but the foul trouble, I think, really, it, it, it got in his head. He couldn't defend the way he wanted to. He couldn't attack because the way Milwaukee defends him, uh, he does because he likes to dribble, drive and attack. It puts him in position to potentially pick up offensive fouls. So yeah. I, I, th- I thought he was very much inside his head after he got into foul trouble and never got into any kind of flow. And I think the fouls, more than his health, was why that was the case tonight. But but game three, though, I I, I with you, John. I didn't think he looked good health-wise. I thought that yeah. there was – it was a gear that he has normally shifts into that he never seemed like he even attempted to take his game to that level. He doesn't look as athletic right now. Uh, it worries me a little bit. Uh, Doc Flynn, uh, one of our friends, Dr. Jessica Flynn, uh, was commenting after the game, and she thought he looked pretty stiff. Um, and, uh, and you know, was like, I hope he's all right. He does not look right uh, right now. And, again, this is what, you know, orthopedic uh, – doctors and orthopedic surgeons do they can kind of tell based on your movement and your gait you know like how you're feeling here and she just said he looked stiff um and you know uh to 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 the lay person's eye he does look like he's not as explosive uh right now and and because of that it you hold back a little bit because you're always afraid is this going to be you know the one that uh you know yeah. the, the last the last step i take before this thing friggin you know, I mean, grabs and I, and I, and I have to limp off the court, you know? And the, you know, he still went up hard to the hoop when, that, when he got pissed at Giannis for the, the foul that Giannis kind of committed on there. Um, he still went up hard. He was planning on throwing that down. My concern is on the defensive end, they're switching Giannis onto him and he just can't defend Giannis. I mean, really no offense to him, but especially if he's they're hunting that matchup. Exactly. I mean, especially if he's a little hampered, you know, he's, He's already at a disadvantage, and now he's got Giannis coming at him with that physicality there. There's only so much he can do. So that's definitely something that you can see the Bucks doing, and it got him into trouble tonight. And like we said, Sherrod, I mean, that fifth foul was almost was almost a killer there. I mean, it definitely took out took him out of his game offensively. I mean, they didn't even put him in until, the, I think, the six-minute mark or something like that, close to the fourth quarter. And um, I'm not seeing anything that's like, oh, my God, this guy is, you know, going to miss the next game level of discomfort, but – Certainly, you can see at points that he might be thinking about it a little bit out there. Um, you know, they're going to need him. They're going to need him to get back. Um, I don't know. It's really not the type of injury that heals, um, you know, while you're trying to play through it, certainly. So, I might be something that he has to deal with to some extent as we move forward. Now, I don't know. You know, look, I don't want to look too far ahead. You know, if they are going to move on to the next round, I don't know if there will be a extended period of time there. Will, will he, he will be able to get a little extra rest, but... Either way, it's something he's going to probably have to play through. So, we'll see. I mean, I I, I don't know. Offensively, I, I don't think it's been a huge, huge, huge concern. But for me, it's more on the defensive end. Yeah, I I, I, I see that too uh, a little bit. And again, that matchup with Giannis is tough if that's what, um, you know, uh, he's got to deal with. It's, it's not ideal. Uh, I just don't Mark's- think – yeah. Speaking of injuries, I, just, I saw Smart say that, you know, he doesn't anticipate missing any time again with that with that quad contusion, which, you know, makes sense because he didn't miss the last two games. But sounds like he's kind of feeling a little bit more back to back to himself, at least. Um, I don't know if they said he looked at tonight because he was pretty bad. He was pretty bad last game. Um, yeah, he just he didn't look he didn't look himself. Um, so he was he was he was great tonight. I know he went down that one time kind of li- gimped his way back up, but you know, that might have just been for effect. I think he's I think he's fine. It's a contusion. It's a bruise. 
You're, you I mean, we're running with uh, Giannis too that he talked about. Um, actually, we got looks like we got Joe Sway in the, in the room. Maybe we do have talk. Joe Sway. Give me the thumbs up when you're ready, my man. Thumbs up. Oh, there he is. Two thumbs up. Thumbs up. (laughs) I'll bring him in here. Wait, you got Jimmy producing now? What's going on? Yeah. I wasn't going to steal your smart thunder because I I think you were there for it. We're all just trying to – It's each one of these guys is trying to end the stream, and I'm trying to stop them. (laughs) That's what's happening right now. (laughs) That's all all that's going on right now. Did you change the password for Bobby? Is that what happened? Good idea. Oh, what a game, fellas. What a game. Yeah, what's I your gotta... what's your take? You, you go in any direction you want. We've talked about a ton. Well, I'm going to go in this direction because I just had a, a few minutes with, with Tito Horford, man. As you can imagine, he's oh, amazing. Yeah? See, taking in this performance up close and personal with Al Horford, man. And and I love how what Al said in the post-game conference pretty much was identical <laughs> to what he just told me, which was it wasn't exactly what Giannis said after that he dumped over Giannis because he couldn't make out exactly what he said, but it was more of a demeanor and a look. And from that point forward, it flipped the switch. I mean, the, the how switch was already dare flipped, you? How but, dare yeah, you? Exactly. And, and, and Papa Horford out here, he's about to turn around if he hears me. He just, he saw that look in his eye. He was like, oh, here we go. Look out. And heading into this one, he did drop the line. Whoever wins this is going to win the series. So he's confident that this thing is over. He can't wait to head back. So he's got to head back to Boston and see how this whole thing plays out. But, man, what a performance from Al, man. I'll That's throw just, it up there, remarkable. Josue. I've got that soundbite. I know Al just talked a little bit ago. Here's that soundbite we were talking about, Al Horford talking about Giannis's dunk on him uh, and, that, and that look that he gave him. Here you go. Oh, man. Um, you know, it's just one of those plays that uh, I got the pass. He closed out. Um, I've been shooting that a lot. And, you know, I just figured that I just drive it and I, I drove, um, you know, took it in. Big play, obviously, you know, very emotional. And I think it really, for our group, I think it really, you know, got us, got us going even more at that point. That was the one on the dunk, not on the uh, not on the play itself. But that's talking about that play, which we said was a huge turning point play. Um, uh, uh, on that uh, on that one where he uh, obviously got the tech following up on that. Um, but the other comment that you were talking about again was uh, he jumped in there and he uh, you know when when he just didn't like that didn't like the uh, Al thing. I think I have that clip as well. So let me see if I can find it. I'll play that too. Yeah, he earned that tech. He earned that tech. Watch, I'm going to end up playing the same exact bite and you're going to be like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what he said to me, but the way he was looking at me and the way that That's he was it. going about it uh, really didn't sit well with me. And and at that point, I think just something switched. Uh, with something me. switched. Um, and then, didn't and, sit well with me. I love it. I love it. Don't mess listen, with the man. Listen, okay? It's not even fighting words. It's a look. He didn't, didn't when, he's, when he just, said it didn't he just well looked at me, me funny. I'm like, oh, shit. He's about to whip my ass. It didn't sit well with me. Buzzword. I'm about to whip yeah. you up. That's – love that from Al. Love that. Love it. That's o- that, is, that, is, that is such an OG way of just – For real. Keeping it above board. But you all know what I'm saying. It did right. set well with me. I'm about to whip his. Yes. And I yeah, followed. I followed it up. I followed it up. Okay. With, you, Number thirty-four. You sort of gave him the. You sort of gave him the. Uh, okay. Okay. He goes exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you got that one, but you know. I you, know who you, you are. No. Technical foul, but we're gonna finish this thing out now. Like I'm. I'm that was a shit. That was a crap yeah. technical foul call too. But anyway. Um. 
Oh, it's worth it. You take no. That I'm saying on on Giannis. Give me a break. But um, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That's fine. Great. Like I said, tur- turning turning point. Um, anything else? Obviously, you know, Al was huge today. Um, but you were in on some of the interviews. Were you listening to the Bucks at all? I did not. No, I stayed. In, I stayed with the uh, Celtics side. Uh, there, were, there were guys were coming in and out. As soon as I was heading out, Tatum was coming down the hallway. So um, Bobby was able to. to what uh, Smart have anything to say? Yeah, Smart was actually just singing Al Horford's praises, just saying, "Look, I've never had a teammate like this before. You know, this is Al. Like, he was huge, huge. I think he said it like four times. I don't know if it was huge or if it was like big. That's what it was. It was like, man, Al was big for us. Like, I cannot say that enough. Like, we don't win this game without him." who he's been all year long. And it was sort of the same thing that we heard from Ime from the very beginning when he uh, started his, his post-game presser, where it was just like, man, Al's been doing this all year long. Like, like when he, his boys on the, in the locker room and timeouts and how he's able to, to you know, galvanize, galvanize the, the, this team, this unit. I mean, that dunks that – there was nothing to be said, you know. And I asked Al, too. I said, did, did you say something after that in the huddle? Or the guy said – there was nothing to be said. Like, everyone knew. Everyone knew what, what time it was. And, uh, you know, you look down the – you look you – look, at the end of that fourth quarter, for the Celtics to build a ten-point lead off of that, huge, I huge just, win, big time. That's what we were talking about. Just ways like none of us could fathom that this game went from like the Celtics looking like they were definitely going to lose to they were up ten, and it just right. happened, you know. Um, and uh, and again, Al gets a ton of that. J- Jimmy was talking Tatum, a uh, couple of really big buckets from Smart there, just enough, yeah. you know. And that's again. Just talking about the difference between, you know, this Celtics team versus old Celtics teams. Like, and we're talking about last year's team, the beginning of this season is like, you know, these are games the Celtics would be on the other side of. You know, they do enough to have a lead. They can't put a team away. And then they just have a game taken from them. Celtics just took this game from Milwaukee. This has to feel awful if you're the Bucs. Awful. Well, I love what Marcus Smart had to say after the game, too, was when he talked about how, um, I forget who asked him, but someone asked him if he felt the Bucks sort of just falling apart. Like, they were just, he was like, I mean, we all sort of were, right? He's like, I, I think we're all exhausted. That's what happens when a, a series like this is this chippy and aggressive and guys are playing well over, you know, 35 minutes in this one. I mean, Jason Tatum didn't even sub out, you know, it seemed like. So it, it was one of those games where, you know, who's got, who wants it more? And, and the Celtics were able to build, build that that cushion that was enough for them to close close the door on them. And Tatum had a lot to do with that as well. We can't forget that. You know, Tatum Tatum kept grinding out there, kept kept looking for his offense, kept kept reading the defense pretty much. You know, it seemed like he was just very patient where as uh in that first quarter, it just seemed like he, he was not rushing things, but just sort of trying to find his spots quickly, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't I felt like he, it took him a while to really settle in. And that didn't happen until the second half in my opinion. Yeah. He he was settled in by that. I think it was when he scored seven straight when he scored those seven straight points, I think I was like, okay, now he's settled in, you know. But he needed yeah. it out, you know. This team needed that that kind of performance for them because, I mean, let's be honest. Like, there was a lot of open looks for Al. I, I feel like the Bucks were so focused on, you know, the, the the top two featured players that he sort of had that leeway. I mean, Brooke Lopez wasn't going to chase him out, out there in the perimeter. And if he wants to bang down low, I mean, that's Al's, Al's capable of doing that as well. But, man, this was some uh, – this is – I, I, another another quote that stood out to me was when uh, someone asked him. Um, actually, I think it was uh, Windhorse. He was like, "Al, could you have, could you have done this five years ago, four or five years ago?" And Al laughed. He was just like, "You know what, man? I, you know, it's it, maybe probably not. Maybe this is that old man strength that just takes over with you know years of experience. And there isn't one player that comes remotely that's remotely close of you know having as many playoff games as Al. You know, over 110 playoff games throughout his career. I mean, this is it was sort of his natural instincts taken over on top of." this team chemistry that that's been built 
for you know month leading into this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Every, that's everything right there, man. All right, yeah, I'll see y'all later. Yeah, peace, bro. <laughs> All right, and, and, and the so stream. Fun. Just go ahead and end it. The um, we're done. Is this, is this end this one? Is that where we hit? Yeah. yeah. See you, man. You just Good hit end stream, you, and then you go, and then you make a weird face. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, just in terms of you know, like the uh, we're out now. Are you talking to people that aren't on this show right now? No, I'm saying to you guys. Do you, I was oh. say, do you got a guess? Because I, I brought Grant Williams on the show. Who, who do you, who you got? You got somebody? No, no. As we'll soon t- as I dropped, as soon as, soon as I said the horse, like the horses are headed out, like they, they all turn around. It's kind of hard. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm talking about you guys. We'll take any Horford. Any we'll take any any Horford will do. Oh man, I had Tito for a few minutes. Tito did another interview for the the local news here. So he's yeah, man. This is the whole stopping ground. I know. No, Tito's good. Yeah, Tito's that guy out here. Yeah, all good stuff. Uh, You mentioned Tatum. Do you feel like he figured anything out um, in terms of, you know, because, again, we talked about it already, but it wasn't looking good. Um, You know, it wasn't. Uh, He was missing shots he should make. He was still passing up decent shots. Um, Just – wasn't really going his way. I mean, I know he tried to get a little bit involved in the first quarter. He got a couple shots to fall, then just went friggin' ice cold for two for, for for you know the entire second and third quarters, part of the fourth, and then he just had that stretch, which was all you know. You know, Sherrod pointed out sometimes all you need uh, is that one thing. But do you think it was just a matter of shots that he was taking earlier were falling, Josue, or did he start to figure something out? I think he started to figure things out. I think he was starting to again settle into the to the game read the defense and I feel like he was picking his spots but he wasn't it was the kind of it was the kind of Tatum that we that we saw right when things were starting to turn for him you know well, for the Celtics in the regular season right where he goes off of those seven straight points but it isn't as if like well, he has to he feels like the need to keep doing that he continues to play defense continues to do other things continue to you know find guys find you know open shots even at the end of that third quarter I mean if he really wanted to and maybe three months ago he go, he does the ISO Tatum Everyone clear out. I got this. But, no, he dished off a pass in the corner for three. Did it fall down? No. But, I, I just – again, that's an example of his his maturity at this point. You know, he doesn't feel like the only way the Celtics can win is if I go off. And I think that's a huge, you know, part of his game that, he, that, that that's evolved, you know, especially in the postseason. Because let's face it, superstars in these moments, it can be kind of hard for them to say, you know, you know what? I'm not going to force the issue here. You know, I, I got to keep getting Especially when you're watching ball. the guy on the other side get 40, you know. Exactly, uh, and you and you're you know? and you're scoring ten. And you're coming and you're coming off your coldest shooting night of, of the playoffs. So, uh, again, a, another sign of maturity for Tatum for not going back to those bad habits. And also that third quarter from Al Horford sort of helped that, you know. And and I think he was able to read that and and um and, and knew exactly what the team needed, which was those that that onslaught of points on top of the uh, the defense on the other end. Yep. Uh, Bobby, what did Jason have to say about himself? <laughs> Yeah, he was he was basically talking about what Sherrod and you were saying that if he just had a decent performance down the stretch in the last game, they exactly. felt like they could have won. Yeah. So that was the story from top out five of that Tatum one. for five minutes. Give me top five Tatum for five minutes, and you win most of the night. Yeah, and the frustration of the team coming out of that one said it showed the toughness, how much they wanted this one coming back in, but it didn't start great. Like I, you know, we've talked a lot about the end of the game, second half, but that that first quarter was a disaster. Everything that went wrong could have. But again, 
you know, the the Bucks can't even separate in that moment, and that's becoming a real concern if you're Milwaukee. Last game, Tatum scores ten points. You can't build any more than a two point victory in that game, and then in this one, he's off for the whole game. The biggest lead they had eleven. So the Celtics were always right there, and Tatum said the message going into the fourth was, "We we did so bad to this point, and we're still in the game, so we might as well give it one more quarter here and see where it goes." And ultimately, they got one good quarter tonight. That was enough. Uh, but you also just see the floor that this defense gives them. I mean, between the end of the third, start of the fourth, Bucks shot one for eight. That was when Brown went out of the game, Grant went out of the game. And I said, even when those guys hit foul trouble, this team can still play defense deep into its roster, well, whether it's White out there. And White was held opponents to 0 for 12 shooting tonight. A huge game from White. Um, you know, you had uh, other guys out there defending smart. Ultimately, they went smaller with Pritchard and still defended. And then they got Brown back in there and still defended. Uh, so they can defend. And, and D. White closed it out instead of two two bigger bodies without Grant yeah. really playing in that fourth quarter. So uh, Yeah, that yeah. three-guard lineup. I was telling Bobby, I'm like, how long are you going to go with this? Like, I get they're, they're hot right now, but you guys I'm are surprised. bringing Jalen soon. Yeah. You talk about Ime and adjustments. I'm surprised. I thought Grant was going to be coming into that game, and he didn't. And uh, that ended up being... Uh, the right call. Um, we didn't play you know, well. You. And, you know, White did. I, I, I was, was talking great. to Joe talking, Sway. Yeah. I was talking to Joe Sway in the second half, and he was like, oh, they're going at White a little bit. And I was like, he's holding up out there. And, you know, look at the numbers after. I didn't get a feeling that he was holding points for 0 for 12. But he yeah. really does hold his own on that end of the core and can switch, I'd say, 1 through 4 against a team like Milwaukee when they're going small. Not, not going to defend fives, not going to defend Giannis, but – He's another guy that can go out there and defend almost every position on the court for them. Took the easy shots, Ime said. Decent offensive night from him, better than the ones he had in Boston. And he really bounced back in a big way these last two games. I know I posted the video of him missing everything in warm-ups, and everyone was going nuts before game three. But Ime said, you know, just like I said, Ime said, it's not all about the offense here. There's a lot of other stuff. We know, we table. know. Yes, we know. Uh, but it's uh, some offense is nice as well. What did you guys think of the job? What did you guys think of the job they did on Giannis? Because this was something we were talking about early. And Bobby, just full disclosure, was you know in terms of where we are on our panic meters. Bobby, I was, was a six coming Bobby in. Bobby was. Uh, you might have been pinned. Um, no, know. I said I said this morning I was at a six. All right, but uh, and part of the thing. I am petrified of Giannis. This is exactly oh, yeah. coming into the series. Yeah, I was terrified. But part of the thing was but I think Giannis might just prevent the Celtics from winning for the next ten years. These were all I things feel that said. way. These were all pretty things much. Said. But but the question was: Did Giannis? Did has Giannis become? Did Giannis unlock something last game where the Celtics held him at bay for the first couple and only came away with a split and? Giannis kind of figured it out, and now he was just going to take it, do what he did in the finals last year, just will the Bucks to victory. And he had a game tonight where um, Celtics made life hard on him, and he struggled some. Um, and again, every three-pointer he takes is a friggin' gift, so thanks for that. But 14 for 32 field goals, four turnovers, and he had to work his ass off, uh, both offense and defense, and he was gassed. He was visibly gassed at the end of the game. So I know, Bobby, where you were saying – um, you know, we're worried Giannis could just just start to take these games over on his own. I'm wondering whether the Celtics are kind of starting to wear him down. Well, everything's on him, right? 
no one else is going on that side. Right. He's making all the right passes. He's moving the ball at these double teams, and they did double him a lot more in this game. Lots of timely traps, forced a turnover when White got out for that layup in the fourth there. So they guarded him incredibly well in this game, and he still put 34 on them. Still put them in a massive hole in that third quarter when he just put his head down and put Brown in foul trouble, put Grant in foul trouble. So you think of what he's able to do basically on his own out there. It's scary stuff, and he's still the reason I say this is going to come down to the last minute of the last game in this series. This guy isn't going to stop motor-wise until it's over. Now, he did slow a little bit in the fourth. Just when I saw that moment where Smart was trying to help him up, and Giannis was just so gassed on the that he gave because Giannis couldn't get up on that play. So there was a real fatigue factor, I think, that set in for him. But, man, look at the game he had still in spite of it all. With no help out there at all. I know, guy. but they're making him work. If you're going to have, if Giannis is going to shoot 14 for 32, that's a victory for you. Massive it is, victory. and they've done a yeah, great yeah. job. I mean, it's not horrible, but I mean, he's had to, he had to jack up 30 something shots. I mean, 34 he's going to, points on 32 shots. He'll take that. Anything. He's going to work there, and you know, right? Exactly. So I mean, it's it not horrible <laughs> shooting, but I mean, he's going to work there. He's playing, you know, they're 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 making him they're making him work for it. Yeah, and he hasn't had a guard Tatum or anything like that. So that's the worry if you're Milwaukee. If that levy really broke against Tatum here, the stuff they've been doing with Holiday and Matthews and all the guys on the wings, and suddenly they have to put Giannis on him a little bit more, that might be what officially knocked Giannis out for the series energy-wise. They don't want to have to go there. But if Tatum does play, play at a certain level here, they might have to go here. So Tatum's still the swing guy on the Boston side, right? Everything's going to be decided by which Tatum they get here for these last two or three games. Yeah, and we talked about in the simplest form, and I know, Jimmy, you know, we, we kind of mock this, but it's so true. It really just comes down to which of these teams is going to be hitting their shots. Uh, and, you know, the Celtics just have to shoot average, it feels like, to be able to win these games because um, their defense is just going to make it really hard on Milwaukee. You need either an otherworldly Giannis performance um, and, and even still, I mean, this 108, I think, is the high right now, right? For Milwaukee, this is a team that averaged 115 points per game during the regular season. I believe this is the high for the series, right? 108 from tonight? I think you're right. Fan, yeah, and, you're and right. Fans are going to be all over Giannis on one. It might be one of the loudest uh Oh, it's going to be great. Against a, a player that the, the TD Garden has heard. They're going to be all over Giannis at the free throw line. Every time he, you know, gets called for a foul or a charge, you know, if it's a charge, um, this guy can't shoot. I hate to say it. I mean, we've been saying it, or I have been saying it. Over four tonight from three. He airballed a, like an 18 footer tonight. If he's the not free throw troubles back too, Jimmy. Yep, free throw troubles. Yeah, back. because yeah, if he's not bulldozing true. his way to the hoop, he he's not scoring. So, um, you know, the more the more games they play against this guy, hopefully, the more they can figure out a way to try to defend him. Um, at the basket, because that's really, you know, his only chance, of, you know, his only way of, of putting up 34 points is just going to the hoop, getting fouled, or, you know, I'll give him, obviously got to give him credit for, you know, his creativeness sometimes on his way to the hoop. He's so long, he can kind of get around guys, but anything out of 15 feet, this guy is a liability practically out there. Boring. Is boring as hell. I've said the most yeah, boring that's your take. player. <laughs> that's your take, Jimmy. Ball. That's your take. Most boring superstar player, honestly. You really like give me I can name twenty guys I'd rather watch than him. Isn't Jimmy. he scary though, Jimmy? Would you use that What's word? Jimmy, you don't you don't look you don't like those dad jokes that he tells? You don't like nah, those? I love Giannis. He's so freaking likable. But I don't know how you can hate that dude. He's Seriously. such a likable guy. I don't hate guy. him. I'm just 
Well, but the work. question is, are they wearing? The so are they wearing, crazy. You've talked. Are they wearing him down? Are they wearing him down? I think yeah. they are. It's, they it's, absolutely it's, are. There's nobody else capable of doing anything on that. I mean, Holiday aside, but even Holiday is not enough. I'm telling you, the deep, the deeper we get into this series, the more you're going to realize and recognize not having Chris Middleton is a killer for this team. Because uh, this is this is the type of game tonight where Giannis was clearly he looked fatigued, and this is where Chris Middleton can fill that gap. Uh, because you're at, again, you're asking Drew Holiday to be in the role of Middleton as far as that number two score. That's just not who Drew Holiday is. Um, and, and, and again, no knock against him. He's a hell of a player. But if he's your second best player, second best scorer, you're going to have a lot of inefficient scoring nights from your second best score because he's not a guy that shoots a high percentage. Um, certainly yeah. hasn't done that. Certainly hasn't done that in this series. Tonight was indicative of that. Five for 22, 16 points. Come on now. Yeah. On. You know, that's a good point, Sherrod. You know what, too? He's the guy who's putting a lot of effort on the other end, right? Yeah. So, I feel like he's been so instrumental for them on defense. And obviously Giannis is too. But, man, in terms of, in terms of like, manhandling the, the, the backcourt, or at least trying to keep up with them, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of work. And without Middleton, like, that's another defender that they're missing. You know, he's, he's, he's a good one too. He's not one of those guys who just – Strictly does offense and just a, a, a sharpshooter for the Bucks. He can play defense as well, so that's a that's been a big loss in this series for sure. Yeah, yep. Um, we are gonna uh, we're gonna start to wrap. So I do want to uh, tell you guys once again uh, for everyone out there, um, check out our sponsor, please. Com.com. Yep, everybody. You needed that middle of this game. We did yeah. need it in the middle of the game, and we might need it now because we're so jacked <laughs> up, and, and we've got we've got at least two more games to go, and possibly two more rounds to go. Did you so, guys read off Xanus' uh, tweet? I mean, uh, text yet from the from the group or not? What? No, which which one? Uh, that the game was over. What oh. should I start with? Yeah, there's that one. Oh, I'm that one. No, no. My personal favorite was my personal favorite was. Uh, after this series, everyone's going to question Jason Tatum's stardom. But that I, and we acknowledged that. That's not we the, acknowledged that. Quarter, that was fair. That was we fair. acknowledged it. This was a tear the script up game. I'll up say a, that, yeah. Heading yeah, into the fourth quarter. That, you fired off that text in, before the fourth. Heading into the fourth quarter, if Tatum finished the way he'd played that game, you know, he was six for 18 and he wasn't generating anything and he was starting to sulk again. And if that's how this game ended and Tatum got knocked out by Giannis bullying his way, you know, into a four, one series victory and Tatum went out like a chump. Yes. All of that goodwill that he built with the Celtics record would have, and, 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 and not being able to carry a team and shrinking on the big stage, his his rep would have taken a massive hit. But you can rip it up, toss it in the trash, and start all over because they came back and they won the game. And as Sherrod kept saying, you just needed five good minutes from him. But absolutely, Tatum, if Tatum went out, if they lost tonight and Tatum just yeah, did not perform the way he did right. and pull well, it together. It was too soon. We right, that's thing. where it was trending. It was another bad Tatum game coming off a off a, a borderline career worst play, playoff game. Yeah, uh, that he just it was going to look really bad. Going in this game, the, uh, the eyes were on right. him, and it was going to be a three one series lead with Tatum coming up small again. It was heading in a bad direction. So yes, I'll I think own that, was, that one. Yeah, yeah I think because I, I thought I I thought I thought he was that was going to look really bad for him, and it, and again they turned it around. So you toss it. You toss yeah, it. I think that was fair. The game's over, though. I mean, none of these games are going to be over. It looks like for Boston, the Bucks just can't separate. Yeah, it, right. unless again, the three star. Reminding falling. people, 
for those who are still a little jacked up, com.com slash garden, number one sleep and meditation <laughs> app. Go there, 40% off a premium subscription. There's a lot of cool stuff there. At least go check it out. You can do a little trial. You can check it out. You can see what it has. Yeah. Cool music, sound effects, whatever it is that you're looking for there. Uh, just allow you to kind of chill, get your mind right, get your body right. Uh, it's worth checking out. Get ready for out. Wednesday. You know, you got to come get down. Get ready for Wednesday. Yeah. Calm.com slash garden. Get yourself right. Number one sleep and meditation app out there. 40% off calm.com slash garden guys. Final thoughts on this one. As we head back to Boston, uh, all three of you guys heading out of there and coming home for game five on Wednesday. Uh, Bobby, what do you got? Basically what I said earlier, it's exciting that they got out of this one with a win, but the work's far from done. You know, you're going to get another huge Giannis game coming back to Boston. Plenty of more calls that are going to drive you crazy and a huge effort needed on the defensive side of the ball to try to slow him. So this is obviously coming back to Milwaukee on Friday. I don't see any world where these two teams don't play a game seven on Sunday. This is the kind of series oh. it is. And we might be all in for an all-timer here. I, I, I think Sherrod got next. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can abs I can absolutely see a scenario where we come back here and the series ends here. Um, we've, we've all we've, we've all we've all acknowledged the fact that every single game, the Celtics have been within striking distance. Not, Milwaukee has not been able to knock them on their ass and knock them out cold. Still hasn't happened. Yeah. And that to me gives me confidence that there is a chance. There is a scenario where I can see if this. If the Celtics continue to take advantage of that real estate mid-range space, which they did a good job with, if Tatum starts playing more like top five Tatum for more than like two, three minutes and actually puts together like a 25, 30-minute top five Tatum game, this thing could be over in six. Because That's the when Tatum game. Because yeah. when he's in that – because we've seen when he gets into that zone, it doesn't matter who's out on the floor. He's going to be the best player. He has not been that in the series yet, but would any of us be surprised if he had one or two games like that going forward where he was? I would no, no, not at all. And, and I, I thought that this would be that game. And even though it wasn't, I think he we sort of saw him plant the seeds here for that big game, whether that's in Boston or whether that's in Game Six. And maybe that's the, that's the Game Six that closed out the series. Look, Bobby. I mean, I mean, not just to address Bobby, but I, I just feel like the Bucks are. This is exhausting for them. You know, you you build a big lead and then you see it go away. You build a big lead and then you see it go away. You lose home court now. Head back to Boston like a brand new series I, I just think the Celtics have to do a good job of capitalizing on that and just sort of just take it from them you know what I mean like like not just continue to play uphill and, and eliminate those those leads but you know go, get out to that big lead earlier not in the not just in the fourth quarter the way they did yeah have game a game four. two right send a message Keep right have a game two and, and, and I think a lot of that has to do with Jalen you know I know Jalen's been going through a lot um, health-wise, and it's been it's not, it hasn't been the easiest series for him, but I would love to see him turn things around in Boston, and I, I think there's a good chance that happens. Um, maybe not a monster performance, you know, maybe something that's just encouraging for everyone to say, okay, well, Jalen's back to Jalen's starting to trend in the right direction because uh, I think he's a big part of this as well. We have to keep an eye out for Chris Middleton too. Bucks ruled him out through four. It's not happening. Leaving They're the just door gonna, open. Uh, it's not happening. I don't think so. But uh, just Jimmy, what do you got? Down. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty simple. Hard hats, <laughs> lunch pails, can't lose. I mean, this was a this was a come to work game. Al Horford could be freaking collecting his four hundred one k, and instead he's coming to work. You know, at this point in his career. All right, so Jimmy. I, now tell me about tell me about the benefits from the union. Come on, tell, tell, uh, tell I got to give him credit tonight. I got to give the Celtics for just continuing to 
stay stick with it. You know, when things aren't working for them the way that they have they kind of were clicking towards the end of the season, they're not you know letting the foot off the gas. Like Bobby mentioned and we've all talked about, the Bucks just cannot pull away from this team, even when they're playing poorly. They're always in the game. So um, you know, if they can just string together some good basketball like they did at home in game two, um, you know, they, that first half of basketball just really set them so far above the Bucs. The Bucs haven't been able to do anything close to that in the series against the Celtics. So um, I like where they're at right now. Um, I like how they're coming to work. Um, and I'm expecting um, them to ride this, ride this win into, into Boston Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, what I will say, what I've, I've been saying, um, Celtics best does beat the Bucks best. Certainly without Middleton, I think it does. So, again, it's just a matter of, um, which team makes the other team play worse, you know, at this point. Um, and it's been pretty even in that regard, but I do think every time the Celtics do what we've been accustomed seen, you know, to, to them doing, um, you know, with their defense, which has been fairly consistent throughout, uh, and just moving the ball and getting decent shots, they just, right. they, I think they win, you know, they just, they just have to, have to do it. And credit to the Bucks, they've made it hard on the Celtics to be able to do those things. But I do think, Right now, with these rosters is presently constituted, Celtics best beats the Bucks best. So that's what you're hoping you see. Also, I don't want to see Daniel Tice play another minute in this series. Um, and that's that's oh, all. That's my final. You have to get that you're such a bully. You are such a bully. I don't want to see it. This was a this was a, rough, a night. This a was a night of bully right? ball. Okay, this was all about bully ball. Okay, so we've yeah, got to we got to have thick skin here. No, I'm not uh, going to lie, John. If the Celtics dropped this one, I would have been all over Tice, too. Like, come on, man. Give us something. <laughs> give your no, team something, it, man. It, you're, it's you're not a loss. Policy. No, Rob, you, this is when you come in and give a good 12, 13-minute effort. We didn't get that. But. Yeah, really you, did got, you got one play out of them. That was about it. That was it, yeah. That was it. <laughs> and, like, yeah. what, five missed shots? I, yeah, I yeah. stopped counting after five. Did he have one five? I don't, five? Five. I don't mean – Leave Daniel alone. And was yeah. like, you are lucky, man. You're lucky I went off in there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to bull. Yeah, honestly, I just don't want to see him. Like, I, I they got to go short bench here. They really do at this point. Even with Rob out in this even, one, no, you still which, wanted less. You, you have to. You got. You have to play him. This was about the amount of minutes you could play Tice. I'm glad Rob is back, but honestly, you can really only go with the five White and Grant in terms. It's amazing of how thin they can play. In, They've in been doing it all year. They have yeah. to do it. They got to go seven with barely a few minutes sprinkled into maybe Pritchard and Tice if you have to in a foul trouble or injury scenario. And that's it, man. That's all you can count on here. And that's what they got to do. Credit Pritchard, by the way, like he really is making the most of that little sprinkle of minutes. He's yeah. surviving defensively. He might give you a shot or two. We said that's what he needed to become, he needed to become this year. And it feels like he's finally hitting it. He could, they could have used that corner three from him. But still, effective yeah, minutes yeah. from him early late in the fourth. Yeah. Oh, you mean the one where they were up by one, but then he did, then he missed the shot, and they came back down and hit a three that was wide open, also, and they're down by two. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Right. So uh, <laughs> thanks again. Uh, really good well, crowd again tonight. I'm not dwelling on that at all. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for hanging. You guys, I mean, Jesus, we're we're over 90 minutes into it, and we still have a lot of people here. So we're sorry to leave you guys, but again, uh, I think we've exhausted it about as far as we can take tonight's win. Amazing win, uh, one that, like I said, you know, we really didn't see coming until it, boom, happened, which was incredible. Uh, one of those Al, games you'll never forget. Never any, for the rest of my life. Uh, any any quick thoughts on the other series in the East? Anything, Bobby, or, or you guys? What series? 
What series? Well, he, no. he fixed it. And, you know, no, but the it. Phillies playing well. They're, it's they're, over. They're, they're Miami's, Miami's am in I, trouble. Am I trying to end this show? Or are we going to go through I just every... No, I, I know. I just, you know are we going to go through every freaking playoff series? Everyone no, else? it's important, John. Just what are you with Bobby? Bobby, what is your thoughts on every series? Go. No, John, if they... Inside the NBA? No, no. If they win, that's going to be the we're talking basketball on a basketball show. My bad. Let me I'll keep it short. MVP Miami. debate, Draymond no, Jimmy, versus you, Mad Dog. Let's do Jimmy, it all. You, you do this sometimes. Though. Towards the end, you're oh, I got like, time fever. tonight. Like, I get some time you don't tonight. Wanna, exactly. My you don't want to downstairs, up. bro. <laughs> John, whoever, if they win this series, that's who they're going to play in these finals. Miami's in trouble, and that's a good thing for the Celtics. I think they match up better with Philly than Miami. So, yeah. We'll see where that goes. Uh, there you go. I don't know. That's, I don't know that's, that's all you wanted, Jimmy? Just a little? Now I can go to sleep tonight. Raise your – okay, how about this? I, think, I don't want to go Bobby's full sleeping. debate. I think Bobby – I think he's sleeping on Jimmy, man. Jimmy Butler. I mean, not that Jimmy, but Jimmy Butler. Raise I'm, your hands I'm if you think – sleeping on Bam. He's struggling. Raise yeah, your hands Bam if you struggling. think Jokic was the rightful MVP. Wow. No? I'm close. I'm medium. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm on. I'm, Shiraz says flat no. Who'd you want, Embiid? I'm an Embiid. Yes. In fact, I, I wrote about that for Bleach Report tonight. Why Jokic should not be the MVP? I wrote about that tonight to show you how plug, pissed plug. I was about it. Yeah, wow. we'll get the vote soon, but I think it's he was be my a number. Landslide. Three. I think he it's going to be a three. landslide. So my oh, beef is Jokic was your Jokic was your three behind Embiid. What? Behind Come on, Giannis. Gerard. Wow. I'm sorry. I, just, I'm sorry. I, I actually go by more than just analytics numbers, which apparently it's not I, about I the guess, analytics. Look at oh, his really? team. So we're going to celebrate the most impressive individual award for a guy that led his team to a sixth place finish in a Western conference that they won 48 games in a weak Western conference. The team, the last team that got into the playing game in the Western conference needed only 34 wins to do it. You needed 40 plus to get into the East. Let me, so let me ask, let me ask you this, Sherrod, because you've you that team that he had though? Time. I don't know, Sherrod. Oh, they were, have they you were, ever had problems all year, man. They had, Embiid did a shitload for the Sixers this exactly. year. But Jimmy was not the game they had, they like had they different kind of problems, Jimmy. You know that, though. Way Again, like I'm not, I'm not discounting I'm what Embiid did, but <laughs> have you ever, Sherrod, seen a, a single guy carry a team quite like Jokic did this year? When he went off the floor, they died. They collapsed. They were probably, I think, they would have been the worst team in the West without him. And instead, they were a 48 win team. Bobby. You act as again. He had a great season, and he was the most valuable player on the Denver Nuggets roster. But you're putting <laughs> what he did above anything and everything that other players did in in the entire NBA. No, Joel averaged thirty plus points, led the league. Do you know how hard it would be to lead the league in a score when they don't? I'm not knocking Embiid. Well, you There's no nothing wrong with second place. Well, that's well. Yoka should understand that he should be second place. <laughs> <laughs> Think about think about this, Bobby. Think about this for a second. Joel is doing things that the league is legislating him not to be capable of doing. Listen, I like hey, this side of Sharon. I like this. Keep going. I, Joel led the league in scoring in a league that doesn't want centers to even play, let alone score. And like he, he did, did it with Tyrese Maxey and you, Tobias Harris, who isn't great, are, but Maxey Maxey's a revelation, though. Maxey's more of a new. Are thing. you are you sure that? He did it with Maxi, or did he help Maxi become a better player? Oh, I'm sure. He let me ask him. this question, Ooh, I like Bob, that. I like uh, that Bobby. Let me ask you this question. Last, last time I checked, Bars. usually the MVP has a way of elevating the player well, goes around. Well, Jokic if, had over eight assists a game. All right, let me ask you this: Should the NBA MVP be shut down by Grant Williams? What? 
Exactly. <laughs> what? Good question. Should the NBA MVP be someone that Grant Williams can shut down? Well, no. Kevin Durant was a uh, he's won MVP, and Batman. I guess he's he's, he's kind of. <laughs> Jokic been shut down. Yeah, it was. But I used I that argument last year, but Batman. Grant, I mean, ba- Batman has shut down some pretty good players this year. So, we, so we, Grant, Grant should get some defensive player of the year consideration. Zanis, I would agree with you if this were last season. I would see absolutely. But Grant <laughs> shut down a lot of guys this year that were really good. So I know. I, I'm just messing around. Uh, so here's <laughs> – Let me my, say this. Giannis is going to go under – it's going to be all Embiid and Jokic. Giannis was right there too. And, again, Shrod, I'm not saying Jokic blew – I think he would have been mine too. I'm not saying Jokic blew those guys away. I think he beat them by like this much, but I do think he beat them. So here's well, my beef on the war. MVP is going to be the voting, and that's always been my thing. I'm going to be mad when it's a landslide because I think that's insane. That's fair. That's and fair. so that's what bothers me is it's close, and so the argument should be, honestly, any of the three could have won it, and I think it would have been okay. But the yeah. Jokic people are insistent that anybody who picks anybody but Jokic doesn't know basketball, and that's the yeah. frustrating part of the conversation. All of them were good, were MVP worthy. Well, let candidates. me tell you this, John. It could, you can make a good argument for every single person. I personally would have voted Giannis, and it would have been close. And not because I love yeah, because I think he's one of the, he's he's the best offensive and the best defensive player. I was thinking because you're Greek. On arguably a team that's that could that's going to go to the finals or could go to the finals on the defending champs. I I. And I think Jokic's metrics are slanted a little bit because his defense looks better than it is because of all of his defensive rebounds. You're talking about it, value, though, And it John. knocks his metrics into another chart. I think Luka is every bit as valuable to the Mavericks as Jokic is to Denver. So throw that argument out the window. I think it's garbage. If you're going to go simply by one player on a team that keeps him alive, Luka is the MVP because he absolutely yeah, he does that everything. Well, then he would, he would I, win it every I year would, then. He'd win it every year. Exactly. So I don't like that argument. Exactly. So I don't want to, I want to toss but it's it. Most, that, that's what the award is, John. It's not if entirely. Was, it's oh, whatever you want to, to, for your candidate it's to win. It's most valuable player. It's, it's a lot of things. Yeah, but that, that's subjective. Not it's if subjective. It was, if it's it a lot of things. There used to be a world in which it, you could not win an MVP award if you were on any team that wasn't one or two seeded. Or top a top two, two yeah. team, unless your statistics blew everybody's doors off. If you right, averaged yeah. 40 points a game and the next closest guy was 20, I mean, not at 40, you'd have to no, have a massive statistical difference. It's like when Nash, when Nash got back-to-back seasons because of the success of the Suns. So right, like right now, years. it's yeah. so the landslide is going to be an over-reliance on analytics that I don't think everybody fully comprehends why, and that landslide's going to bother me because it's well, a it should be John, an extremely tight race. We know that, why because yeah. the people who are who are who are speaking the analytics into existence are the people who are voting. Yeah, they're the one they're voting. I mean, the, he has the counting stats too. He has good numbers. Period. He has great He's numbers. Totally he, worthy on any by both. any metric, but it shouldn't be a slam dunk. It shouldn't be a landslide, and it shouldn't be if you didn't vote for Jokic, you're dumb. And that's kind of what the argument <laughs> turned into, which bothers me. It, it is yeah. most valuable player, though. If if we were picking best player in the league, I'd pick him B. But the situation and the circumstances, I think, make Jokic the most valuable. That's crazy talk. Uh, I'm, Look, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, it's I'm, not that I'm, hard to figure out, Jimmy. Why not? I mean, dude, like the most valuable player can easily be the best player, too. I mean, like. It could be, but this year I mean, how, wasn't. How, how, can you, how can you say Embiid's the best player, but he's not valuable? All right. What do you guys he's think not, about the rest? No what do you guys think? He's not valuable. He's the second or third most valuable player in the league. <laughs> what, Again, what do you guys think? That. What do you guys think <laughs> about the said, AL? Yeah. 
Someone said someone say, hit Jeff? the button. Yeah. What? Do, well, yeah. Somebody hit the button. What do you guys think about the AL East? The AL East. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. In, uh, the Red, the Red Sox are not doing well. Fuzzy, well, Fuzzy went, asked that. Fuzzy asked that question earlier. That's all. I went to the uh, Angels game. They ate nothing one last week, and that might be it for me this year. And I love baseball, but Bobby, I actually don't want anyone to answer that See, question. I, I, <laughs> John, John was being facetious with that. That uh, yeah. I had to get it out there because man, I'm frustrated. <laughs> um, anyway, we are going to wrap it once again. Com.com. We got ourselves all freaking worked up again. We need, we need some calm right all now. Don't insert the Red Sox. That doesn't help. <laughs> no, that's going to get our blood going. Um, com.com slash garden. Go check it out. 40% off. We're back on Wednesday from the garden. All of these guys, Jimmy and I stay home because we're losers. Yes. Yeah. Um, Send me back to Boston. Yeah. These guys are back at the garden. Series tied 2 2. Um, everything looking good for the Celtics. Great win. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out all night long. Uh, we appreciate you all. Give us a follow, give us a like. Uh, you know, uh, give us 50 bucks so I can give it back to Nick because I gave us 50 bucks <laughs> earlier tonight. Yeah, um, what's that all about? Give us a follow on Twitter that. if you want to be notified when we go live. We're gonna we will put it out there. Our Twitter handles are up there now, or you can follow us at Celtics CLNS. Um, and uh, all of our good content here. Look to our YouTube channels and our website, CLS Media, for more post game content coming from tonight. Until Wednesday, we will see you guys later. Bobby, press the button. <laughs> now you can press the button. All right. I've had that.